For Arizona Public Media, I'm Tim Swindle, Director of the University of Arizona Space Institute, and this is Arizona Science. Joining me today is Ben Rinquist, an Associate Professor in the School of Animal and Comparative Biomedical Science at the University of Arizona. Ben, you've been working on getting a deeper understanding of diabetes. As I understand it, your lab's been going beyond the idea that obesity can cause diabetes to ask why it causes it. Is that a good way to put what you've been trying to do? Yeah, specifically, people had known that in obesity, you end up building up fat in your liver. And our lab specifically decided to focus on how does that fat build up in the liver cause diabetes? And did you know that it was the fat in the liver that caused the diabetes as opposed to any of the other things that go along with obesity? There were a lot of association studies where people had said the amount of fat in the liver was associated with glucose homeostasis and problems associated with type 2 diabetes. And so we had an idea. We didn't have the causative point, though. And so that's what we were setting out to look for. And what did you find out? Uh, we found that the liver, surprisingly, despite the fact that it's not a nervous system tissue, so it's not part of the brain, uh, produces neurotransmitters. And one of those uh, was causing the problems associated with uh, dysregulation of glucose homeostasis that's seen in diabetes. Did you start on this to try to find a new treatment for diabetes or just to understand the disease better? We started on this with the goal of understanding how fatty liver controlled food intake. And we gradually moved into the diabetes realm as we understood more and more about that. What we want to do in the long run, though, is obviously develop treatments that can either prevent obesity or prevent diabetes. What was interesting at the end of our studies was that if we blocked the production of this neurotransmitter, it's called GABA. We actually caused weight loss and we improved glucose homeostasis. So we got both effects that we were looking for. Does that actually tell you which one comes first? Yes, we saw an improvement in glucose homeostasis and the improvements in the diabetes area before weight loss started. Interesting. So it's a long ways from showing why something happens to using it to treat the disease how far along that path will your lab go before you hand it off to someone else? Yeah, we're really excited. Uh, Arizona Biomedical Research Commission funded a clinical trial using an FDA-approved inhibitor that was already available. Uh, so we're starting clinical trials at Washington University in St. Louis, Missouri, uh, with Dr. Sam Klein to translate this as quickly as possible into the human. While my lab is focused on identifying new inhibitors that we could use because the one that we're going to use for the clinical trial couldn't be used long-term in patients with diabetes. Could you explain a little bit about what you mean by an inhibitor and a neurotransmitter? Yeah, so the neurotransmitter is produced by a protein. And what we're trying to do is inhibit that protein that produces the neurotransmitter. But what does that neurotransmitter then do? It tells the brain to do something? Yeah. It tells the brain that there's plenty of fat in the liver, and so you need to make the body insulin resistant and encourage insulin production by the beta cell. We didn't 
evolve to, in an environment where we could become obese. The only time fat ended up in our liver was when it left the adipose tissue and went to the liver when we hadn't eaten for a long time. And that's a good thing to have happen because the liver is going to then produce nutrients for the rest of the body when you haven't eaten. But in our obesogenic environment, that fat buildup in the liver is misinterpreted as starvation. And so we create this signal that causes insulin resistance, which was beneficial when we were evolving in an area where we didn't have enough food, but isn't beneficial now. Thanks for joining us, Ben. This is Tim Swindle, and this has been Arizona Science. Our guest today has been Ben Rehnquist, a researcher in obesity. You can also listen to this and other Arizona Science segments by going to the Arizona Public Media website at azpm.org.